What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Boy. Lululemon, I walk by, and in the window of every Lululemon, there's a sign that says, we don't support racism, sexism, discrimination, or hate. And I'm like, who gives up? You're just selling yoga pants. I don't need your yoga pants politics. Tell me how you work on ball sweat. They sell $100 yoga pants. They hate somebody. They hate the poor. Oh, no, no, no. Correction. They don't sell $100 yoga pants. They sell $100 non-racist yoga pants. I think I speak for the entire audience tonight. When I say most people in this crowd would prefer... A pair of $20 racist yoga pants. (laughs) I I love that bit. That's uh, the latest Chris Rock concert on Netflix. So when uh, Takapina comes on, we know we're going to talk about. We're friends for 46 years, and he's great on the radio. Great. Best defense attorney in the world. But every now and then he'll send me a story. Be like, hey, let's get into this, you know. A lot of my guests do that. So he sends me a story last night, the fall of Lululemon, how stores surrendered to looters. And I remembered, I saw that Chris Rock piece like uh, six months ago. But I remember he talked about Lululemon because at the time I was living in Battery Park. And the building I was living in, while they were fixing my house, thank you, Witchcliffe, the building I was living in, was next door to Brookfield Plaza, connected to the Freedom Center, the World Trade Center. And there's a Lululemon there. And I said, you know, Daniel, i got to walk over there and see if there's a sign in the window that says what Chris Rock says it says. And sure enough, right there in the front window, this ridiculous sign. You know who does that? My white Jewish friends in upstate New York in White Lake Homes, these raving lunatics who pander to everybody. And they put signs on their lawns like, racism doesn't live here, as if it lives at my house. Go there, Sid's house, they're okay with it. These are the worst kind of people. Racism doesn't live, of course it doesn't. And he's right. You know I wear Lululemon? I do. It is ridiculously overpriced. So I feel bad for Target, but not ready for Lululemon. Anyway, here he is, the best defense attorney in the country, my friend Joe Tacopina. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? That was hysterical. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to read that $20 racist Lululemon bag. <laughs> He's right. So I mean, they got the so balls. Funny. They charge $119 for their pants, Joseph. I mean, it's crazy. You know what you were saying about these sides? It reminds me when, when, when the – Pandemic sort of just started, and we were still on the heels of George Floyd, and there was a lot of stuff going on that was related to protests, or I, I put protests in, in quotation marks because people were looting under the guise of protest, not even knowing what they were protesting, right? Um, New York City was had all these wilding incidents, you recall, where people were just breaking yeah. into cars, and yeah. you know you, you were you were scared because there was a lot of stuff going on there. So I remember 
Chad Siegel, my partner, you know Chad, of course, he would yep. drive into the city, park his car, and put these Black Lives Matter signs all through his window, in his windshield, and on his side mirrors. And I said, what are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's car. funny. I wanted to break my car. It's a new car. Yeah. Unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> signs. Yeah. Racism doesn't live here. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you have to say that, there's something wrong. Of course, of course. But you know, but the bigger story, of course, that the Post talks about is the fact that. Whether it's a Nordstrom's in San Francisco that's closing, yeah. or, a, or a Gucci in L.A. that's closing, or a Target here in New York that's closing, it's no good. And, you know, funny, I had the mayor on yesterday, Joseph, and I talked to him about this Target closing and what it meant to New York. It's about two minutes, but I want you to hear it. This is me and Mayor Eric Adams on Target closing here in the Bronx. Lou, this is cut number 23. What the hell is going on in this city that Target is leaving and our daycares are not really daycares. Instead, they're criminal operations. Well, I think we, we should peel back each one of those pieces. First, let's deal with uh, Target. Uh, we're seeing a decrease in shoplifting. I'm a big believer. These habitual shoplifters who are being arrested over and over, we need to ensure that they're prosecuted. Our job is to make the arrest. You know, our laws must reflect uh, how we deal with these habitual shoplifters. That's a real problem. Uh, Deputy Mayor Banks brought together a large number of retailers, uh, uh, prosecutors, the law enforcement, so that we can zero in on it. I believe we're seeing some good results. We have some more things that we want to do to move further. But let's be let's see, let's be honest with this. I want all your listeners, you know, that are part of the I Hate Eric Adams Club. I want them to go Google other cities. Go look at what's happening in other cities in this country. And then look at what's happening in New York. This city has come back. Ninety nine percent of the jobs we lost, we have back. Sixty five million tourists is coming back to the city with predict for this year. We have a double-A bond rating. Homicides are down. Shootings are down. Five of the major crime categories are down. You don't see tents all over our cities and, and encampments all over our cities. Subway riders are back. We have reached our height again, 3.6, 3.8 million riders, capping out at 4 million. People are back in their office spaces. Major corporations are coming and opening uh, in the city. Amazon just opened a major uh, headquarters here. This city is humming. And so people who want to wake up every day praying that Eric Adams, the pilot, fails and crashes, you better wake up, man. You're a passenger on this plane called NYC. You better hope I land this damn plane and stop hoping and praying that I fail. The city is back. We're resilient. No matter how many things that have been thrown at us, from COVID to crime to migrant, we continue to thrive, not just survive. I know how well we're doing as a city because I have a damn good team that is fighting for New Yorkers every day. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Before I get your take on that two-and-a-half-minute little run there by Eric Adams, there is some breaking news. Senator Dianne Feinstein, she's been in the news quite a bit lately, hasn't been feeling well, and uh, people wanted her to leave politics. She's the longest-serving senator woman in history. She just passed away. So Diane died at the age of 90. Kind of sad the way it ended for her because, again, she was in the news often. She couldn't remember things. She forgot what she was doing that day, if she should go to D.C. or not. So Diane Feinstein is dead at the age of 90. Uh, you heard that, uh, Joseph, and um, he made it sound like, yeah, Target is leaving, but everything else is okay. What are your thoughts? Really, because I was in, in Walgreens, I don't know, last week, um, waiting online to actually pay for something that I was purchasing. And two guys came in, went to the cooler section, took out two cases of beer, smiled at the clerk, and walked out of the store. So I don't think um, it's quite as optimistic as, as Mayor Abs is, is painting it to be. It's, it's, a, it's a looting mentality now. And by the way, I didn't think anyone really wants him plane to crash or anything like that and him to die. I think he's got a little <laughs> carried away with, with the anti-Adam sentiment there. Yeah. But look, here's the deal. You know, it, it's law and order seems to me to be an important thing, right? And, and, and it's one thing if people want to steal, but for businesses not to mind being stolen from, what like what same society allows that? You understand Lululemon actually fired two women managers who were trying to prevent theft, not physically. They were being called horrible words like bitches and stuff like that, but they didn't do anything physically other than say, hey, stop, don't do that, where are you going? They didn't do anything to impede the path of these people. They simply called the police. And by calling the police, they didn't get an award for bravery or a thank you or anything like that. They were fired. Fired. Oh, they hate so the police. Not, so all those progressive that. companies hate the police. Yeah, great. So you know what? The police should never respond to Lululemon. That's the company's policy. You should never Wait respond a second. To I got news for you. I've been saying this for, for a long time, Joseph Takapina. All these politicians, right, these, uh, these hypocrites and liars yep. who have Secret Service people around them all day, all day, they're the yeah. same people who want to defund the police. I have said, right. why can't right. we? why can't we draw up some legislation that if you publicly, like AOC, if you publicly go out there and malign the police, you don't get them. Why can't we do that? Exactly. How did that How did that capital district in Seattle work out there about four years, three, four years ago, where they had a zone, right, that was oh. no police, oh. right? No police. They had warlords inside. And it was like there was, people started out being very proud of themselves, very happy. About two weeks in, when the rapes and the robberies and, and the assaults, were happening, and they realized they were living in a lawless, tribal society where the strongest survive and the weakest get chewed up and, and killed and, yep. and abused. You know, all of a sudden the police were important again. It's it's insane, and and the this pro looting sentiment that we have now or had. 
I mean, you know, I, I heard some people actually tying this, and of course these are left-wing radicals saying that it was a matter of redistribution or, or reparation. Right, I they mean, deserve it. Are you right. kidding They me? deserve are it, right, right. Like black, black, black people have been treated so poorly for so many years, they should be allowed to walk out of some store with a, you know, with a flat-screen TV for $3,000 because, God damn it, they got it coming right. to them. Gavin Newsom, I mean, you know, don't forget, he wants to give $5 million to every black family in California. I mean, come on. Well, you know, but you yeah. talk about no evidence of anything, Joseph, and that uh, does uh, give us a nice little smooth transition to the president. Now, you did come on Wednesday for a couple of minutes, and you were brilliant, as you are so far this morning, and you talked about uh, what Donald Trump has to lose. You know, everybody I speak to, Joe, even guys that don't love Trump, because we know a lot of guys that uh, say they love Trump, they don't. They say the same thing. This one is, forget about the four indictments. Maybe you think number two, number four has some. This, he did nothing wrong. In fact, you made the point, one bank alone made over $200 million in interest. They're going after him, his kids are taking his properties. He made this city, this state, millions and millions and millions of dollars. They got nothing on this guy. I don't care if you hate his guts. This is one of the scariest, one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my 56 years. This is law enforcement abusing power and running amok because, again, there's, if he were Donald Trump, I swear, and I say this not because I, I, I represent him or anything like that. I say this because it's the truth. There's no way this would have been brought as a case. You know, the attorney general doesn't just get involved in private transactions where there's no victim and, and, and no one suffered a penny loss and, and nothing's been, been damaged and all of a sudden bring up a – do a three-and-a-half-year investigation and bring up a, a massive fraud case spending hundreds of millions of dollars on this, okay? Never happens unless someone's making a complaint. But, of course, Deutsche Bank, the lender here, the main lender – Profit, as you just said, two hundred million dollars on these loans. They did their own valuations of the property. So here's the that's the people seem to just gloss over this. When I read all these articles, especially those, you know, of course the the Hill or all those super left wing articles, they gloss over the fact that these were valuations that are very subjective. Trump's organization sent a disclaimer page on the front saying we believe this is worth hundred million. Here, here, Deutsche Bank, do your own valuation on that. Um, you determine what it's worth. They hire Clifton Wakefield, the bank. Clifton Wakefield does an independent evaluation and comes up with the same valuations, and that's called fraud. What you just heard is exactly how it happened, and that's called fraud. It is so ridiculous, and it feeds into the notion that he's being singled out and there's a double standard of law. And that's that's what – there's damage in these cases, and people don't understand. Look, you have a case against them. Bring your case. Bring a case, a real case. That's fine. He'll fight it. He won't fight it. Whatever happens, happens. But a case like this, where the person who's bringing the case, when she was a private individual, ran a campaign based on, I'm going to get Trump. How did you know you were going to get Trump if you were a private individual and you didn't have access to law enforcement records, if you didn't have access or subpoena power? You just knew you were going to get him. You had an instinct. And then they go bring a case like this. You know, mortgage lenders have said across the board, I've, I've spoke to so many in, in when I was thinking about getting involved in this case who said they would have given these loans for free because they get to say they represented Donald Trump or did business with them at the time that the Trump real estate name was was the best in the world. So it's 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 mind-boggling. It's really, really mind-boggling. And the valuations that they're talking about are... Well, of course. I mean, I know at one point... That, I mean, that you... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. They evaluated Mar-a-Lago at eighteen million. It's worth three hundred million. So in Trump's favor, and is, is, is this thing going to start? Yeah, is this thing going to start as early as Monday? I know they're trying to delay yes. it. What's yes? Uh, no, no, no. So that's the thing here. Where this is just it, it gets more interesting every day. So yesterday, the appellate court, you know, President Trump sued to prevent this trial from going forward, and then sued the judge and, and tried to take this off the tracks. Um, the appellate court yesterday said, "Nope, you're good to go." And and this mm. thing is starting. So this is starting, mm. supposedly starting on Monday, um, and it's on the issue of just the amount, the penalties, because the judge, who's also the jury in this case, has already found liability. He's already found fraud. He's made his factual finding. Now it's sort of the penalty phase of of the case, and that's what this is happening. What's going to happen? It is. Um, it's 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 surreal. What also is surreal is is Donald Trump's on the witness list. Now, if I were representing him in this case, I would do anything but let him near that courtroom. I was going to ask you, does him and his two sons have to be there? Yeah, but they don't have to be there. It's a civil case. So they never have to be present in the civil case. None of us do. You don't have to be in court. In the criminal case, it's not an optional limitation. You're there every single day or a bench warrant issued for your arrest. In a civil case, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to appear in a civil case. But if you're subpoenaed to testify, you have to appear. Mm. Um, and if you don't, then there's something called an adverse inference, which just, you know, further cements the – but look, we, this is a fait accompli. This is a judge who's made it clear he hates he hates Trump. Mm. He hates this organization. He said yeah. they're, they're fraudsters. He listened to his deposition testimony in this case, the president's deposition testimony, and said it's full of holes. It's ridiculous. It's not credible. So he's already found him to be a liar. So there's no scenario where Donald Trump testifying in this case helps him. It just further – solidifies the, the, the notion right. that he's going to get run over. And Got more it. importantly, he's under four indictments. He's under four indictments. So so you don't think the judge is going to allow the AG to get into his the credibility? Of course. Because any witness' credibility is subject to cross-examination. They get to ask him about the, the January 6th claims no, yeah. or the documents. No, There's no way he can testify no, here. No, There's just no way. No, he can't. It's a fait accompli this case. Uh, 60 seconds to go. Another great conversation, Joseph. Uh, is it true that Trump is not trying now to move his... Georgia case to federal court? It's true. Um, it's true. And it's not because he doesn't want to be in federal court. Okay. Now, now his, his Georgia lawyer put out a nice statement about we fully believe that this court, the Georgia court, will, will protect um, President Trump's constitutional rights and guarantee him a fair trial and due process. Um, that's a nice way of trying to throw the judge a kiss. The fact of the matter is, you know, five other co-defendants tried to move their case to federal court. The judge who was overseeing the federal court judge, Judge Jones, ruled against Meadows, for example, um, and was almost ridiculing the attempt to move to federal court. And, and you know, Trump's Georgia lawyers were there. And and so it, it, why why make a move on something that is another clear loser? And and whether it's right or wrong, there's no way they were getting this case moved to federal court. So I, I think that strategy was a good one to, you know, by, by, by Trump's Atlanta lawyer to say, hey, um, 
we're not going to seek to remove this. We believe in you, Your Honor. We believe in the fairness of this court that you'll you'll guarantee due process. And I think that's really mm. what this is about. Because mm. making this motion to move this mm. federal court would be, be like making a motion to have the case dismissed and having uh, Fannie Willis throw in handcuffs. <laughs> right. Absolutely not work. Yeah, right. So why file a losing motion? Yeah. I, I, you know, that's the yeah. bottom line. Joseph, you're amazing. You're great. And uh, it's clear every time you're on why Donald Trump chose you. I'm being honest. And uh, I've known you for 46 years. And every time you're on, you make me more proud and impress me. So I love you. Great job. We'll do it again next week. Okay, buddy? Okay, my brother. Excellent job. Joseph Takapina.